0: sportsnet 960 the fan good morning buddies how we doing friends and a happy friday to you we're riding the train right into the weekend it's a beautiful day in paradise we got so much to get to thank you for joining us this is the big show in the morning With Russick and Rose Sands, George Russick. He'll be back on Tuesday. My name is Matt Rose. Across from me today, Patty Dumas sitting in, hosting a little bit, and we're having a ton of fun this week. Yes, sir. In the other room, the always sturdy Alex Brody. Good morning. My man and uh, GVP, Gary Vanderplug, in for a feature. A little whoa, whoa, bit of whoa. a guest spot today.
1: Oh, yeah, pinch hitting.
0: Yeah, There we go. There we go there we Bring go. him in off the bench. He's ready to go whenever you need him. He's yeah, like a good Michael Stone. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I like that. Yeah. That I like that. Six, Clap seven, bombs from the guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a good seventh guy. You never have to worry when you call that seventh guy in, though. There yeah. you go. We're always happy when he's on the board. Not a see. liability. No, sir. Not at all. And boy, oh boy, the man sitting across from me has cobbled together quite a program for you, too. Well, I tried. You're doing a great job. Morning Report's coming at you just after 6.30 for the good people over at Mortarworks. Works. We're going to get you all caught up on the start of the NFL week with the American Thanksgiving. We got a soccer report because soccer continues to be a thing. Another match on the go in the background here.
1: Yeah, we got the host, Qatar, hopefully look, trying to look better than they did on Sunday, taking on Senegal. As, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the African nations look for their first win. Yeah, still no win for uh, the five from Africa, but Senegal probably arguably the most, uh, not even argue, I think they are the most talented team here for, for out of Africa, so uh Expecting a result here for the the Atlas Lions. And we know that Qatar was uh, the, the had the lowest odds to win any match whatsoever
0: going into this uh, tournament. Yeah, tournament, so that's, uh, yeah they, they're not this good. This the option. You can't create chance. a
1: sport in the last 20 years and expect to be good at it. That's so. fair. Um, so
0: that's our one. We're going to get to all that all before 7 o'clock. Derek Wills, the voice of the Flames, is going to stop by just after the morning report. We're going to talk about this doubleheader that the Flames have. It's a strange one. Calgary's going to be in action at noon today. They're going to be taking on the Washington Capitals. We're going to have your Flames warm up with Steinberg at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. and Peter Labardius will join him as well. But with Thanksgiving yesterday, day off down in the U.S. today, and uh, you get a lot of hockey. 15 games, if I'm not mistaken. 14 today. 14 games. Action yeah. starts at 11 a.m. Yeah. It'll go for like 12 hours straight, so if you can just mm-hmm. – Walk and load. You're going to love it. It's going to be like an NFL Sunday We type started in Boston at 11. We're ending in San Jose at 8.30. Love that. Um, then the Flames will take on the Capitals at 12. They're going to take on the Hurricanes at 2 yes. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So a couple of day drinking options here. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. And a couple of big games uh, for the Flames as they wrap up a six-game road trip, a season-long six-game road trip. They've captured five of a possible eight points so far, and they're going to be looking for four more in uh, a weird set with both of them being matinee games. Yeah. Double header, back-to-back, on the road, in the East Coast, both matinee games. Don't get me wrong. I feel like the last like three or four times the Flames have been to Washington, it's been a matinee game in yeah. D.C., but Feels like have, Carolina too, yeah, too. Yeah. But usually not back to back.
1: That's weird. That's yeah, they even, you, strange. They usually have the, maybe have the day off Saturday to have the Carolina day game on the Sunday. But hey, whatever. I, I that's fine. You get the twelve. You don't. You, you can even get an extra. It's like a twenty. It's not even you get 24, uh, 26 hour change between the two. So you're traveling. Extra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Tight a, turn. Not a long flight. So
0: no. Uh, also in the seven, thir- seven o'clock hour, just after seven thirty, Jason Bukla is going to join us. Uh, I love when Jason drops by every time he does, the text line always says, you got to have this guy mm-hmm. on more. You got to have this guy on more. Jason, uh, former director of, um, amateur, a- scouting. amateur scouting for the Florida Panthers also worked with the Predators organization yep. before spending almost 10 years with the Panthers. Basically the entire time that Jonathan Huberto was there, Jason was also mm-hmm. there. Um, so we love talking about the former Panthers that are now Flames. Yep. He's got a keen eye on the Flames. He still believes, and this is a little tease,
1: still believes they're going to be the best team in Canada when the season ends. Okay. I mean, it's right now you look at, I saw it was on uh, Tim and Friends. They had a question like, who's the, what Canadian fan base feels the best right now? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think if you look at the standings, I think it's either Winnipeg or Toronto are the best. But does anybody feel good but in those markets? nobody feels good. And then I'm and like, like mean, it's got to be the Habs, right? Uh, like, they could have been crap, but they're still hanging around here. and they, guess, they They know even, they're not expecting a
0: lot. But even the fans are like, well, we, we could have been worse, right? Yeah, it we'll could have been a lot. To, we, this, we could be this, down with. This uh, is one of those years you definitely yeah. don't want to just slightly the, miss. Yeah.
1: If you want to miss, you want to miss bad. Yeah. The lower you get, the better. Like. All the, like Nobody, I think, in the, across the seven markets here is feeling really good about it, their teams right now. It's a great point. Yeah.
0: You know, Vancouver up and down. When's Bruce going to get fired? What's going to happen? Ottawa's got an issue with DJ Smith. Edmonton's there. got issues between the pipes. Yep. Winnipeg is opposite. Between the pipes is solid. It's like, everything
1: in front of Halibux so that's the problem. <laughs> trying to score some
0: goals has become a little bit of an issue for them. The Senators, like you mentioned, DJ Smith, the Habs, I guess, like you bring up a great point. And then the Leafs. Little bit of a struggle here lately. They've been a little bit up and down. But, in, but are their fans ever like content
1: oh, with what the Leafs are no, doing? Either? No, no, <laughs> are all, they ever comfortable? No, no they're never going to be shouldn't comfortable. Be. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting time. And then we we reach the quarter poll. This yeah. is where around seventy six percent of teams that are in a current playoff spot end up making a playoff spot. Uh, the Flames do find themselves in a playoff spot. They're the first wild card team. First uh, wild card. They are the first wild card mm. team. Uh, Winnipeg would find themselves in a playoff spot. I think Toronto. That's about it. Yeah. Edmonton is uh, is on twenty points, but they're uh, they're. I mean, they're tied with, but they're on the because of uh, some tiebreakers they are on the outside looking in right that's,
0: now. That's a really good point that you've brought up, and we're going to have to front that with Jason as yeah. well. We're going to also talk about some prospects. He's got some notes on Matt Coronado, mm-hmm. who's playing his second season at Harvard. Having a good time down there. Uh, former first-round pick of the Flames back in 2021, and a lot of intrigue surrounding this young man. And mm-hmm. Jason's got some thoughts on his play of late, too. So that's going to be in the 7 o'clock hour. It's going to be all Flames, all NHL. We're looking forward to that. And then at the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We are going to preview Canada's match. They don't play until Sunday. No, nope. but nevertheless, Tommy Wielden Jr. is going to join us at the crack of dawn on his family vacation in Maui. Like currently, he's still sleeping. It's three a.m. there. I would assume. So, like, like, this is my other question. Like, Tommy goes to Maui during the World Cup. Like, when does Tommy sleep? Is Tommy
1: watching a lot of matches? Well, the best part of this, I mean, you, you, if because... the, if the last game and the last game would end around. Noonish over there, maybe even well, around eleven thirty or so. So you got the rest of your day to do whatever the heck you want. Nap, go to the beach.
0: Yeah. Well, my point being, like the last game would start at like nine a.m. there, right? So if he wants to be yeah. watching some footy, he's got to be up all all hours of the night. The, yeah, like the Canada game will start at six there for him. Oof. And most the, there's the the first set starts at midnight. Oof. Mm, So, we're excited to have Tommy on. Yeah, man. Chat a little World Cup as well, Um, live from Maui. Of course, he is the manager and head coach of your Cavalry FC here in town. Kurt Miloski, former Roughneck, now the head coach and an NLL Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. How about that? Uh, The Roughnecks have their preview party coming up Saturday night at the Saddledome. They're taking on the Saskatchewan Rush. Kurt's going to stop by to chat a little bit about the Roughnecks and what we can expect from that group this season. Then we'll have our other soccer report brought to you by Certainty, but it is a jam program today. It is a game day. Uh, South Point Toyota, your game day sponsor uh, for the Flames and the Capitals today. That game going to go at noon, and we are live in the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. What basement? We have a lasting solution to keep your basement dry. If you experience any water in your basement, contact Basement Systems. They are all things Basement-y. Visit dlbasementsystems.com. Um, before we get to the flames and start previewing this game a little bit, uh, how much football did you watch yesterday? All of Of it.
1: either varieties? <laughs> I uh, watched a lot of the throwing of ball and kicking of yes. ball. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, any, anything stand out like, uh, so we did our NFL best bets yesterday and the two games that we picked from were the two earlier ones, Mm. which are, they they had big spreads, big spreads that,
1: you know, two touchdowns. Well, not two touchdowns,
0: two scores, two scores, backdoor cover by the Giants kind of makes that game, that score a little bit. Yeah. More It's a little bit of a humbling score a little bit there, but the other one, the Lions, Mm -hmm. Holding toe-to-toe with the Bills, pushing them right to the brink. Yep. Um, that was pretty good to see. Now, the other thing there, you know, we kind of talked about it yesterday, and I'm interested on your thought. You know, we said, okay, Dan Campbell probably keeps his job if he – like, he definitely keeps his job if he beats the Bills. But what if he loses to them on a last-minute
1: field goal from, from Rual, or Raul. <laughs> Raul. Raul. Sorry. <laughs> Tyler Bass. But, no, you know what? It's – I thought Detroit – uh, played admirably yesterday. They went toe to toe with the uh, with with the Super Bowl favorite, and, and it's I think right now with Buffalo, they're I don't know. I'm 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 worried about Josh Allen. He's, yeah, he was you know yeah he had two touchdowns. He had he looked like a beast. He's a big moose. That's what he is. Josh yeah, Allen is 100%. a moose. But you know he was like around fifty percent passing. I'm wondering about the UCL. I'm wondering about that shoulder. One interception. Yeah, I just. Building the future isn't easy.
0: Can he be throwing the ball 42 times? Yeah. And they, with this elbow, he throws the one interception there yesterday.
1: And they can run the ball, but they just tend to get away from it sometimes. Like Singletary can get some good burst. James Cook is in the last few weeks have been showing some burst as well. They need to take some pressure off of him. I work now. Like, you, you lose Von Miller on that defense, possibly, to a torn ACL. I don't want to assume, but he's going for an MRI today. Uh... They're still in the Odell Beckham sweepstakes, I guess. Uh, but again, like it's just... honestly the the
0: Cowboys felt like if you were listening to their broadcast yeah, yesterday, it felt an... like that might be
1: one of the front runners for sure. And, you Jer- know,
0: they've been mentioned before in re- connection. to. It OBJ, feels but... like it was co-
1: Cowboys. Giants will be the, the either the destination. I think Jerry said it after the game where uh, there were they're a little they're going to take their time with them they don't know if he'll be completely healthy yeah honestly they don't know if he'll be ready to play this year so i think there's some risk in that but back to the bills i just yeah like lately they're just playing on the seat of their pants you know they they i mean the cleveland game they had a little bit more a little bit more comfortable you know more spacing between yeah. themselves and, and the browns but you know you go to the viking game meh they lose the jets game like this red zone for josh allen hasn't been the greatest so I worry about his health going forward.
0: Yeah, here's my thing for Josh Allen. It really feels like he's kind of hanging on by a thread physically, right? And this guy is completely, Let without me, a doubt, the entire he doesn't like sliding for Buffalo. No. And Cam really? Newton didn't like sliding either. Look look but, who read the, led the Buffalo Bills in rushing in their game yesterday. 78 yards on 10 carries for Josh Allen. Had one touchdown. The longest rush of his afternoon was 21 yards.
1: He's almost averaging like 10 yards every time
0: he touches the ball. And then through the air, he also threw it forty-two times. Like, that's a lot of wear and tear. What are we a week? Week twelve right now. Yeah. Week twelve right now. Still got some time. Here. Still got <laughs> six weeks to go, and
1: then playoffs. For the Bills, you got at least if for the Bills, their goals. They got at least two and a half months of football left. Yeah, if if they want to finish their goals. I like the weapons around Josh Allen. But
0: they have to find a way to just i make them kind of take a little bit more of the, the workload off the big man. And
1: they're going to get healthier on defense, too. The secondary will get healthier, sure. which will be better because they haven't been all that great. I mean, Detroit's offense has been humming here lately. But, yeah, I think they'll figure it out, but they got to Josh Allen just needs to maybe – I'm not – you can't tell Josh Allen to stop what he's doing. The guy is – Oh, exactly. At, he's good. He knows one
0: way to do it. Yeah, and he's a competitor. Like the, what was it? The The
1: final <laughs> drive. They had three timeouts and twenty three seconds. First play, thirty nine yard dart to Stephon Diggs automatically already in field goal range. And, and this, he,
0: like <laughs> he's one of those guys like it was two it was two games ago if I'm not mistaken. He throws an interception yep. and he goes and tries to make the tackle with his busted elbow. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yep. I understand that you are a competitor, but like a little bit of career longevity, a little bit of seasonal longevity here. We by... want to see
1: this for yeah ten more years, 10, 12 more years. Yeah. Not
0: five. Frankly, eight more games this season. <laughs> yeah, is that too. Pri- pri- priority number one <laughs> with this group, but uh, nevertheless, uh, any uh, football from the World Cup catch your eye? Catch your eye yesterday? Yeah, I mean, like
1: uh, Brazil, they look. Oh, they look just oh. amazing against Serbia. I know they left. How do we it... think George's day was? We'll get there in a second. Go ahead. I think, like, just watching Brazil, like, they the quality they possess, the, the way they pass the ball around, they're going to be a tough out, and I thought Serbia, uh, you know, played all right in the first half, but they were leaving their their keeper out to save a lot, and then by the end, they just couldn't keep it out. Uh, but Serbia will figure that out. I think they got too much talent to to not come away without anything in this tournament, but, you know, Portugal, Portugal, uh, You know, we have the big thing with Cristiano Ronaldo right now. He scored first guy ever to score a goal in five straight World Cups uh, as he's uh, in pursuit of his first ever World Cup, Uh, but he has no team right now, obviously, Uh, so there's a big controversy with that. Uh, Yesterday, it was all right. It was probably the first day where I just was kind of like stepped back from the tournament a little bit. I was doing some things during the day, so I just couldn't really couldn't really get into it that much but yeah but today really geared up today's got some good games frankly these next 3 days are
0: going to be quite wild you got flames early yep. you've got tons of world cup action you get the flames early again on saturday with just another massive mm-hmm. slate of games yep
1: sunday world cup NFL all day
0: Raptors are act like there's a ton of local I, stuff. On I the say go this too. is like
1: the best time of years for sports. And now the world cup just makes it even
0: better. <laughs> oh yeah. And by the way, there's a double header of hockey at the saddle dome today. Wranglers yes. and Canucks go at one <laughs> hitman and Raiders go at seven. The
1: like ice crew is going to get their workout.
0: Today. Yeah, they sure are. The hitman are on the road Saturday, but the roughnecks host the rush for that preseason party Saturday night. And then it's the Wranglers and the Canucks and the hitman and the rebels on Sunday, is that another doubleheader? It looks like another doubleheader to me. My goodness! So there's going to be a lot of work. Shout out to the saddle dome staff. You guys are grinding this weekend. That is wild. Um, but we're looking forward to all this stuff this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun catching the World Cup too. Canada is going to play Croatia at 9 a.m. on Sunday, and uh, even Monday's got some good action too. So great weekend in sports. Yeah, man. We're no, we're past equinoxes. <laughs> No more baseball, doing all that weird stuff, but nevertheless, looking forward to it. A few minutes here. Flames, Capitals, go from watching one Russian superstar celebrated for his thousandth game to another Russian superstar who... Continues to chase history. Yeah, in, ten, Ale- in Alex Ovechkin.
1: Yeah, man, this like he got seven hundred ninety goals, ten away from eight hundred now. Oh, like, I, that's and, so good. And we'll get into it in the morning report. But the Capitals are beat up. Oh, they've got four regulars on IR. Uh, they're holding in there. They're not completely out of it, but they're still, you know, they they're only on. You like, know what they're doing? They're doing what I thought the Boston Bruins
0: yeah. were going to do. Yeah, without some of their guys to start the season. But then I've said it, something in the water there in Boston. Because, Coach. Okay, yeah, that works too. But yeah. I was talking more about getting healthy. <laughs> yeah, that too. Because McAvoy and Marchand both yeah. came back like a month yeah. before they were both expected to return to their lineup. So
1: that's been pretty wild to watch as well. Yeah, but we get with this capital team, like they they are an aging bunch. Maybe they don't strike the same fear. It was kind of like, well, the Penguins don't strike the same fear as you as they did once did. But then they go out and pull what they did on Wednesday where they're like, yeah, they can roll you if if they still feel like they can, you know, Crosby's still good, Malkin's still good, Latang, whatever. Washington just doesn't really have that anymore. And they I don't think they ever really did because they were always that type of team. They're always second. They were never they don't have they have the one cup, but they don't have the three that the the Penguins yeah. do. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, when you know, you're talking about guys who went second fiddle to Ovechkin, it yeah. was basically Backstrom and yep. As much as Nick Backstrom's probably a, maybe a Hall of Famer. He borderline Hall of Famer. Yeah. 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 He's certainly in the conversation. Um, he's not Gino or Sid. No. Right? So no. there's a little bit of a difference there. There was never that comp. Yeah. He I never had it. the same Hunter. support, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was asked to do a lot more for that team as a result. Like you could never be like, oh, we'll just split Ovechkin yep. and
1: Backstrom up But I, I, until Kuznetsov got there. We can also say like, I mean, to be on the precipice of being like, I think he already is the greatest the greatest goal scorer this game's ever seen, and to do it with not a lot of help, it's you know I'm glad I'm I'm super glad that we're when we're all said and done when Ovechkin's done and we can look back on this Capitals team and like yeah they won a Stanley Cup, they got that one, which is pretty cool to see because you don't want, you don't want to see like guys like this go without you know. And I know nowadays it's a big league, 32 teams. Not everybody's going to finish their career with the Stanley Cup. It's not like back in the 60s and 70s. Oh, 10 teams. Yeah, you have a 1-in-10 chance every year pretty much to win a Stanley Cup. But it's now it, it is tougher. So I, it is kind of like this is the back end of the Capitals. And I don't know how many more years we get to see these guys. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. There's that...
0: Thanksgiving, that American quarter Thanksgiving pole, yeah. kind of quarter poll. We have reached the quarter poll. we got some numbers we can throw at you a little bit later on as well. But since the 2005-2006 season, 76.3% of the teams that were in a playoff position on U.S. Thanksgiving made the playoffs. The Flames, like you mentioned, currently are in the playoffs. If uh, you look at where they were at U.S. Thanksgiving last year, they were 12-3-5, yeah. first in the West. Yeah. This year, they are three seventh 7th in the West, but still in a playoff position. So it's not nearly as good, but also not nearly as bad when you look at the Washington Capitals, who last year, at this point, 12-3-5, which, <laughs> shockingly, only had them 4th in the East. <laughs> Tw- East was so good. <laughs> three regulation losses at this point in the year last year, and they were 4th in the East. My goodness. Uh, and uh, they are currently eight ten and 3 and 13th in the East. A lot of things just not working for them. Their power play has not been going well. They haven't been great starters. This is a team with Alex Ovechkin on it mm-hmm. that since November 9th has a 6.9% power play. Oof. Two for 29. They've only scored two goals and 29 opportunities. There's only one team that has scored less power play goals since then, and that is the Carolina Hurricanes. The Flyers also have only scored two power play goals since then, but that is... Shocking,
1: to say the yeah. least. Yeah, it, it's it's a little scary to see. Yeah. To see You're like,
0: oh, is he going to break the record then? You're not going to do it if that power play is humming along. at and, 6.9%. And, that's, and that's,
1: that's another fear with me. Like, is Washington going to be good enough to get O.V. to Gretzky?
0: Yeah, because you know that – well, here's the thing. I think Washington is going to do whatever it takes to have a team around him that he'll be able to do it. Until he does it, and then they'll be like, "Okay, now I guess we can think now about we can rebuild. Now we can win cups again. <laughs> now we can look at that." But right now, that power play unit, like you mentioned, they're super banged up. The top unit: Ovechkin, Carlson. Can you guess the other three players? Kuznetsov. Nope. Nope. He's on the second unit. One of the newcomers that we interviewed on this very station in the off season oh, with God. Nick Alberga. Oh, no. Brody Brody might get this one. Or GVP might get this one. GVP is probably on the board for it.
2: Can I jump in? Yeah, go ahead. Dylan Larkin?
0: Dylan Strong. Strong. Oh, my God. Nice try, though. You got the first name right. The second one was tougher. Uh, TJ Oshie, obviously. And Marcus Johansson. It's It's not the... It's five not years, the old a- power plays five years ago, that's a nice yeah. unit. Yeah. <laughs> five years ago, that's a pretty elite group. You had the first <laughs> overall, like what Dylan Strobe was, like a third overall pick that year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was in his prime. Marcus Johansson was still healthy all the time. Those were the days. So that's the deal with the Calgary Flames taking on the Washington Capitals. A noon start, and then uh, tomorrow, two o'clock against the Carolina Hurricanes. But like Patty mentioned, Hurricanes also in action today on the road, taking on the Bruins at 11 a.m. Yep. So the Flames and the and the Hurricanes going to be in uh, some similar
1: waters as far as the travel situation. Exactly. Ahead of like there game. won't be, I think, what there won't be a lot of time waiting. They'll essentially probably get to the place they're going maybe at the same time or near. Yeah. It. So, yeah, it's uh, I like this. I like the when they do the matinees. uh you know especially during the the week we'll get into the schedule i do have a little gripe on the nhl scheduling today
0: oh uh, a george russick gripe how do we think george's day was yesterday i would say poor pretty pretty bad <laughs> pretty shirty uh yeah that one covered <laughs> covered in shirt um the serbians lose yep and like by all accounts i only looked at the box score from that one but was not necessarily close um, by all accounts, looking over at that, um, so that's not ideal. And then uh, I think he he goes 0 for two in the big bets. Yeah, he he went minus points yeah. for both games. Yeah. Um, once again showing that he is in fact the um, <laughs> Joe Pubic. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks
1: are coming off or by and are always stout against the run. I'm Joe Pubic right now. <laughs> mm.
0: And I did talk to George about that, and he did. Yeah, he did. It was supposed public. to be Joe Public. But instead, you don't want to have a typo on that one.
1: I'm Joe Pubic right now.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Joe Pubic probably had a pretty rough day. Uh, he'll be back on Tuesday. We'll ask him all about it then. But until then, morning report get you all caught up and yes, everything sir. in the world is sports. Patty Dumas got it for you around the corner. Sports at 960 The Fan. You're listening to The Big Show, on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hey, and good morning and a happy Friday to ya. Mm. Welcome into The Big Show in the morning. Russick and Rose, sans George Russick. Georgie will be back on Tuesday. Just getting a little family time, a little R&R, a little rest and recuperation. A little rest for Russick.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for him to come back and tell us all about Toronto. Is he, in, is he
1: in Toronto or Niagara? I think he just does Both. a little bit of everything. Because I assume he lived in Toronto, right? And then he was visiting his parents or his his mom in Niagara. Yeah. Listen, I didn't really care. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. I just knew he was going home. And, uh, and he was going to watch a lot of footy and hang out with his nephew and all that type of jazz. Um, but yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll be able to tell us all sorts of stuff about Toronto and Niagara, the ice dogs, <laughs> stuff like that. Any <laughs> ice dog games yeah, there, Georgie? Probably not. No. Um nope, definitely not. Uh so we're looking forward to having him back. That'll be Tuesday. My name's Matt Rose, he's Patty Dumas. We get G V P and Alex Brody running the board in the other room. But right now, it is time for the morning report Mm. where we get you caught up in everything in the world of sports from the day before and the day ahead the morning report is brought to you by motorworks if you own a bmw choose motorworks for service and repairs they'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10 percent on 51st ave and third street
1: southeast we say good morning to patty dumas welcome to the end of the week folks black friday so i hope you're being safe at the malls if you're out there i don't know what's open right now but uh, if <laughs> head they on are, a swivel head on a swivel out be there be safe it's calgary flames game day taking on ov in the capitals there's three nfl games to get to and there were no nhl games yesterday mm. got 14 of them today though oh. let's start in dc flames seeing the end of this six game road trip they lost 2-1 in a shootout to the penguins on wednesday night dan vladar was magical, making 38 saves, helping the Flames earn at least a point in that contest. Today it's a nooner, Friday matinee start for the Flames of Capital there in Carolina to finish it off. But Chris Tanev knows that the next two games can be the difference in a good trip or a great trip.
0: Yeah, we've put ourselves in a good spot to to be able to have a successful trip. I mean, getting the point last night when we didn't play very well in the first at all was it's a it's a big point and uh, credit to Vladi and, and how well he he played and um, he he kept us in there could have been easily 3 4 5 nothing
1: obviously too early to see any lineup notes uh wonder if we see Dan Vladar today uh, could possibly see him tomorrow as well but we could also see Jacob Markstrom over the next two so we do not know what Daryl Sutter likes to do with goaltenders nowadays but yeah the flames did enter the US Thanksgiving uh you enter US Thanksgiving in a playoff spot and we know that quarter poll is a good indicator on future playoff positioning. Going back to the 05-06 season, 76.3% of teams make the playoffs if you're in a playoff position at this time of year. But the Flames know uh, they, do, they don't They do have the same cushion as they did last year. 11-3-5 at this point last year. So closing out this trip with at least three points, I think, could be vital going forward uh, for the rest of the season. As for the Capitals, they are banged up. Six players on IR, including Dmitry Orlov, Tom Wilson, Nick Backstrom, and Carl Hagelin. They've had a rough go of it, sitting four points back in the final wildcard spot in the East. They picked up a win on Wednesday in overtime against Philly, thanks to the grade eight, goal 790 of his career, and the 160th different goaltender he scored a goal on. It's a hurt bunch. Do the Capitals still strike the same fear in you as they once did, Manny? Ah, uh, uh, oh,
0: uh, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, uh, they used to, but this is not this is not your they can be hacked. this is not your older brother's capital. I was gonna say yeah. this isn't your dad's capital, but this is not your older brother's capital yeah, from exactly. four or five years ago. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like these guys are they're different. They still got Ovechkin and he's still a monster and you have to keep an eye on him every single instance. And he can still dumb penalties here.
1: and yeah,
0: Darcy Kemper's fine, I guess, but the, 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 the Flames should feel good today. They're probably going to be the team that drops out of the playoffs from the Master. Metropolitan, yeah. if I had to pick one. The Islanders have gotten way better.
1: Broken man.
0: <laughs> so good. 49 safe shutting Ooh. against Oilers the other day. You yeah, hate to see that. Ooh. Oh, just the worst. Ooh. So
1: we got a few more hours to go till puck drop. Today's game day sponsor is South Point Toyota. Pat and Lou have warm up at 11. Derek and Lou will have the call at high noon. Derek's going to join us once I'm done yapping. Uh, the Calgary Wranglers they were in action last night at the oh, Dome taking right on Coachella on. Valley. Uh, Emilio Petterson, he had two Wrangler goals. As would fourth overall pick Shane Wright two games in the AHL three goals. Firebirds win four three. Emilio Pedersen's fun to watch if you ever go
0: watch the Wranglers yeah. he is a he's a bit of a a name to watch. No, no not, not maybe not not a name to watch but he's just like he's a pain. Like he's just a, a nuisance Need to the more other teams in the NHL. Yeah, I was uh, the word I want. I can't really say on the radio, but he's one of those. Okay. he's a bit of a, a bit of a Richard.
1: Okay. frankly, when oh, he's no. out there, and
0: <laughs> one of those guys you like to have on your side. I don't know if he's got what it'll take to move up to the NHL, but as far as a guy who could be a middle sixer in the GHL,
1: he's fun to watch. Okay, okay. Uh, the action doesn't stop for the Rangers. They're playing this afternoon, one o'clock against the Abbotsford Canucks. Love that. To the NHL. Good unis. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, Made way for the NFL yesterday, but they make up for a big way way today. 14 games. No Edmonton, no Vancouver, no Rangers, no Panthers. Only teams taking the day off. Uh, Day starts. Lazy. Yeah, lazy. Lazy. Day starts earlier uh, than the Flames and Caps. First game comes at 11 with the Bruins hosting the Hurricanes. A four-game slate at noon, including the Flames and Capitals, also sees the Habs visit Chicago. Leafs are in Minnesota, and the Avs are in Music City to take on the Predators. At 1 p.m. the Senators play the second to last game on this West Coast road trip. Things ugh, have not gone well. And they get the Ducks who finally have a win in regulation. Uh here's what I don't get. This is my gripe. Oh, you got a gripe? Yeah, why are all, all right. the all the teams and all the games involving Canadian teams being played during the day uh-huh. when Canadians don't actually have the day off? Is that yeah, I uh, There's five Canadian teams in action. Four of them are playing in the afternoon. That's a good point. What, what you, you wanna call Gary? Uh, Gary Hey, Gar. Gar- Gar- Garrett! Garrett, Alex!
2: Call.
0: Hey, Bear! Get Batman on the phone. Yeah, get Batman on... Some cool stats for today. Uh, how about the Bruins? Looking to set an NHL record for the longest home winning streak to start a season. Jeez. Should they improve to 12-0 and at TD Garden today in their game against the Hurricanes? Patrick Kane, just one assist shy of tying Chris Chelios for the fourth most by a U.S.-born player, trailing Housley, Medano, and Brian Leach. Kane has 762 assists. The Sharks forward Logan Couture can extend his goal streak to six games, which would tie Jason Robertson and Lightning forward Nikita Kucherov for the longest goal streak by any player this season.
1: Jeez. Some fun facts. Thank you. You're welcome. At 3 o'clock. Here to help. Thank you. It's the Battle of the Keystone State. Flyers hosting the Penguins. Uh, Seven games go at the 6 p.m. window. Devils look back to get to their winning ways in Buffalo. Uh, The Islanders take on the Jackets. The Nomad Coyotes visit Dystopian Detroit. Uh, Blues and Bolts tangle in Tampa Bay. Uh, Battle at the top of the Pacific. Huh? When number 31 and number 32 battle in the hot Vegas sun. You mean the Kraken and the Golden Knights? Yes. Top two teams of the Pacific. Yes, they are. Wow. They're also the newest teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And oh, look—a Canadian team is playing at night. Oh. Rick Bonus finally gets to have his return to Dallas. Finally. At 6:30, when the Jets take on the Stars. And out west, real late, the Sharks host the Kings. That one goes at eight thirty. Mm. Uh, some sad news yesterday from the uh, NHL world: uh, Boris Salming uh, passed away at the age of seventy-one after his battle with uh, ALS. Uh, he started with the Maple Leafs for sixteen seasons, seven hundred eighteen points in eleven hundred and forty-eight games. An astonishing plus one hundred and fifty-five over his time in Toronto. Made even more impressive by the fact that the Leafs were relatively bad throughout his time. Uh, there, they only finished over five hundred five times in his, in his time there, uh, a trailblazer for many Europeans making the leap to the NHL. He was, uh, maybe the first European star, uh, that, to come over to the NHL. Definitely the first Swedish star. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, maybe he was able to take Toronto. Uh, he was able to make it over to Toronto one last time, a few weeks back to be part of that, uh, hall of fame ceremony. Uh, rest in peace to a hockey pioneer.
0: Yeah. You know what, um, I think the biggest thing coming out of all this has been the, the first Swedish superstar yeah. to come across and mm-hmm. um, seeing him with the Hall of, Fa- Hall of Fame ceremonies just uh, uh, the weekend prior and what that meant to a lot of the the players, especially the
1: Swedish-born yeah, was, players. Yeah, it was a Swedish crew going in. It was
0: uh, really powerful. Yeah. So, you know what, you kind of wonder... Um, You know, what could have been without a guy like Barrio Salmi. Especially when you look at a roster like the Flames. Exactly. We call them Little Sweden. The Trey Croner Flames. Yeah, you got Lindholm. You got Anderson. You got Markstrom. You got Backlund. Shillington. Shillington's certainly in the picture. So, yeah, yeah, rest in peace.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, To the NFL now. Uh, Thanksgiving in the United States yesterday meant Three games. Uh, to kick off the Week 12 slate, we'll start in Detroit with the Lions hosting the Bills. Buffalo back in Detroit just four days after playing Cleveland at Ford Field uh, because of that massive snowstorm that smacked the Buffalo area. Lions were pretty much going to blow for blow with the Bills, yeah, which is a three-point game of the half and only uh, the only Dan points of the third. Let's yeah! go, PC Principal. Yeah,
0: PC Principal. <laughs> nice, farther. that's good.
1: I like that. <laughs> Lions, uh, they would uh, the only points in the third quarter was a safety. And that would set us up for a great fourth quarter. Lions would get a touchdown early thanks to DJ Chark. Uh, They'd get the two-point conversion to go up 22-19. After a couple punts, Josh Allen would engineer a 14-play 90-yard drive that ate up six minutes and 19 seconds off the clock. Uh, Two-point conversion would fail. Billsley, 25-22. But with three timeouts and the two-minute warning, the Lions would have a chance to at least tie it up. Third and one, Jared Goff with a terrible... Uh, uh, Excuse uh, me. Uh, There's with no it. turds here. Uh, so I'll
0: placing Dan Campbell to save you. Give me a second. Yeah. I think he's kind of a hybrid of a hybrid. All right, there you go. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Uh, Jared Goff with a terrible overthrow would leave Detroit. Oh. Uh, only with a chance to tie up steps Michael Badgley. Badgley to tie it. And the kick. Oh, it came back. It's good. Wow. That oh looked like it goodness. was sailing right. And all of a sudden... Something moved it left. You know, bring in Raul uh, <laughs> to come in and, and see who wins the game. I mean it's just it's unbelievable. <laughs> yes, Michael Raul Badgley ties the <laughs> game for the Lions. Looked like it was going wide right, but just at the end, someone opened the door at Ford Field and it turned left. Yeah. It's just like the air got in. Everyone, blew it everyone on the side of the stand went, Open the door! <laughs> <laughs> so we got twenty we got what we have twenty 22 right now. Uh, so, yeah, you, know, you have 23 seconds left. Josh Allen, they have three timeouts. What's he going to do? Absolute dart over the middle yeah. to find Stefan Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> Practically putting them in Tyler Bass range uh, as he made a 57-yarder in that very same building on Sunday. Josh Allen would then muscle them even closer. Up steps. Tyler Bass with a chance to win. Wow, this is huge. Tyler Bass Tony knows. <laughs> <from 25. laughs> and the kick. Oh, it's go. You couldn't tell either, did no, you? Had to, we had to wait we for had the head. To wait signal. Oh, what a game. Me and Jim Nance, one of the same. I thought it was wide as well. I don't know what the camera angle at Ford Field is, but it looked wide. Jim Nance thought hey, it was wide, but one, it
0: was good. One time I said that, I said, <laughs> I, I was doing an interview, I think with Logan Gordon <laughs> on Sports Today, and I said, I find it very difficult to see when Renee Paradis is kicking field goals at McMahon it's, if it's, he gets them through. It's a little weird because you kind of just have to like, be like, okay, don't blink right when it goes through and, and did, it, did it go by? Yeah. The,
1: did the guy go by the post? Guys, I, I don't know. Guys watching the game from yes. the long side of the field yes. don't have the opportunity to have the and I guess you can look at the monitor and see the behind the shot but yeah, it's tough sometimes but yeah, so Bills win You know, uh, bring in Raul <laughs> Lions was out on a chance for history going undefeated in the month of November for the first time since 1962 oh, that's uh, all right. Buffalo improves to 8-3 they're into New England next week, Detroit fall to 4-7 and seven. welcome Jacksonville in week 13 one bad news note for the Bills Vaughn Miller left that game on a cart Scheduled to undergo an MRI on his left knee. Don't want to assume, but we assume the worst with that usually. Game two of the day saw no, big time. There's no t- way to shoot your coat that. You know, I'm an asshole. <laughs> Game two of the day saw big time clash in the NFC East. Cowboys hosting the G-Men. Slow start for the Cowboys, only managing a Zeke Elliott touchdown in the first half, and Dak had two picks. But the Giants looked like last week's performance was just a mirage, taking a 13-7 lead into halftime. Were you able to check out the Jonas Brothers performance at halftime? Uh, no, oh, okay. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, se- second half, the Cowboys from last I was
0: I was getting beat up by my masseuse <laughs> at that point. We can talk about. I was that getting later, beat up by the
1: Jonas Brothers because they were oh, not. That wasn't good. Oh, nice. Uh, second, yep, you, half, you got him, bro. <laughs> second half, the Cowboys from last week started showing up, and a new weapon emerging to complement Ceedee Lamb, Tony. Oh, no, Ballard. Beckham Jr. No, it's oh. it's tight end Dalton Schultz. Oh. Uh, who finally is healthy. He had two touchdown grabs in the third quarter to give the Cowboys the lead. They wouldn't look back. Dak would find Peyton Hendershot to put this one away. Sorry, who? Peyton Hendershot. Mm. I think he's a third-string tight end That's there. That's fake name. Yeah. Uh, Richie James with a greasy backdoor cover would make the score respectable. Uh, 28-20 the final. Cowboys improved <laughs> to 8-3, Maddie, Greasy Maddie with the Giants cover. plus cover. Greasy, 2-0 uh, to start the best <laughs> bets. Let's go. And leading. let's go, let's go, let's uh, go. They take on the Colts next week. Giants, uh, another key divisional tilt taking on the Commanders. Odell Beckham could be joining one of those participants from that Cowboys-Giants game. He's scheduled to meet with both clubs over the next couple weeks. CBS Sports, Christina Anderson also reported that the Bills, Chiefs, and Ravens remain interested in in OBJ's services. Last day of the game, really fun one in the land of 10,000 lakes. The Vikings hosting the Patriots. Uh, both teams scoring on their opening drives. Cousins found Justin Jefferson, who passed Randy Moss for the most receiving yards in the first three years of a career. And then Mac Jones answered back with a dart to Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Pats would add a field goal, and it was 10 7 after the first. Both teams already scoring more points than off- offensively than they did last week.
0: Good for them. Yeah, right? Yeah.
1: Second, <laughs> As someone who started Kirk
0: Cousins last week and benched him this ooh, week. Yeah. That he had a felt good game good. Yeah, he did have a good game yeah. this week.
1: primetime Cousins. I don't love... Who'd have thought I it? I have a very strained relationship with Kirk right now. <laughs> Second quarter. Uh, teams would cha- exchange field goals. Minnesota engineers a nine-play, 75-yard drive, resulting in a TJ Hawkinson touchdown. Greg Joseph would miss the PAT. He does a lot of that. Uh, Minnesota back in front, 16-13. Nick Folk would tie it before the half. Every score in this game, Maddie, either tied the game or gave the, someone the lead. First time that's happened since 2018. Huh. Yeah, third quarter, more fireworks after the Patriots go back in front after a Hunter Henry touchdown. They're kicking off to the Vikings. Folks kick short. Wanwu from the four near side. Angles to the right, to the five, to the left, to the 10, 15, 20, 25. Kane, toe tapping the sidelines. Here he goes! Kane Wan Wu, 30, 20, touchdown!
0: Turn touchdown of his career. That one went for 96. And it's 23-22 New England.
1: I call courtesy of K-Fan and Paul Allen. Kenny Nwangu, 96 yards. And we're tied once again, 23-23. Patriots look like they had a go-ahead touchdown. A little controversial here at the end of the third quarter. Hunter Henry uh, didn't maintain the catch through the contact with the ground. Uh Even though when he caught the ball in the air, Uh the ball, he put the ball over the goal line. So the so, uh, play's dead. It so should cross, be a touchdown, cross, but it's cross the plane. because he's in the air, it's not. He has to be on the ground to put the ball over the goal line. Anyways, overturned. Patriots have to settle for a field goal there. Wow. Yeah, uh, More Raul. F- yeah. Fourth quarter, Patriots offense goes dry. They can't do anything in the red zone today. Uh, to last night, big key play here. Second and two, Kirk Cousins finds Justin Jefferson for a huge 37-yard catch between two Patriot defenders. Takes a hit from Devin McCourty. Uh, that would eventually lead to an Adam Thielen touchdown when everyone decided to follow Jefferson right. Yeah, he found Thielen left. Uh, Vikings win 33-26 and prove to nine and two. They have a chance with some help to win the NFC North next week. Wow. Patriots drop to six and five as they host the Bills next Thursday. Uh, one last thing here on the morning report. Uh, yeah, I mentioned it earlier <laughs> that the Wranglers will be at the Dome at 1 p.m. taking on Abbotsford. While at seven o'clock tonight, the Dome will be rocking once again as a Calgary hitman. Back on home ice, taking on the Prince Albert Raiders. Logan Gordon will have Hitman warm up tonight at 7, 6 o'clock. Brad Curl, Jeff Hollock on the call a little bit after 7 right here on Sportsnet 960. The fan. And tomorrow at the Dome, it's a preview party for the Calgary Roughnecks as they put a bow On their training camp, Uh, they'll be welcoming the Saskatchewan Ruffs. That'll go at 7 o'clock.
0: The Hitmen are 8-1-1 in their last 10 games. They are on a heater. They are absolutely cooking. Shout out to Steve Hamilton and his crew as they're doing a great job. Just returned from that U.S. road trip. Not an easy road trip.
1: And it's been a while since they've been down there. I'm
0: pretty sure they only lost once. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty pretty good.
1: Get out and support the Hitmen. They're playing some great hockey. And, uh... This note will stay out of the soccer report, which Alex will bring to you in just a little (laughs) bit. Uh, But after yesterday or a couple days ago, after the match against Belgium, John Herdman had some choice words for Croatia saying F Croatia. Channeling his inner Masai jury from a few years back against Brooklyn. Yes. Well, the Croatian media got a hold of that. Oh, good. If you can go go on Twitter, it's all over. I know Christian Jack uh, from One Soccer post. That's not what he actually looks like. Have you uh, seen
0: his arms? They're humongous. This this
1: is not what John Herdman (laughs) actually looks like. But in the eyes of the Croatian media, (laughs) because of that quote of F Croatia, you have the mouth... But do you have the balls as well? That's yeah. the that's on the that's the, a, the, that's a the rough translation. But on the on the picture is a uh, a nude, it's very a, smooth looking John Herdman. almost like a mannequin. Yeah, kind of looks like a Ken doll. Yeah, you, yeah, you take the clothes much, off a of Ken doll. Much better. It, it than, looks like uh, it looks yeah. like John Herdman here. Uh, they got a little maple leaf over his uh, over his region, yeah, and then and uh, over his mouth, and over his mouth. So uh, well, you got the mouth. Do you have the balls as well? We'll find yeah. out. Canada, Croatia on Sunday. Wow, um, that's a morning report. I didn't know that was going to happen. Was the Yep,
0: pissed off the Croatians. We to... yeah. we made
1: it as a footballing nation. It now it is a
0: jarring. It is a jarring image. <laughs> it's a come scary image. It. And frankly, f Croatia. F Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> that's the morning report. it's brought to you by Motorworks, the good people. Uh, over at motorworks i've been bringing you the morning report for quite some time now and if you own a bmw choose motorworks for service and repairs they'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10 percent on 51st avenue and third street southeast that does it for the morning report but before we get into the seven o'clock hour for our chats with derek wills and jason bukala let's get your latest on the actual action down at that big tournament in qatar
2: Yeah, so this Soccer Report is brought to you by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. And an exciting slate of games yesterday to wrap up the first set of matches in the group stage. Switzerland took down Cameroon 1-0. Uruguay and South Korea played to a 0-0 draw the fourth time that's happened at this tournament. And Portugal defeated Ghana 3-2. That one was 0-0 at halftime. But... An offensive explosion kick by a Cristiano Ronaldo penalty in the second half led Portugal to a win and in yesterday's final game Georgia Serbia had a very valiant effort but it proved to be just not quite enough as Brazil takes them down 2-0 I gotta mention this former Everton player and probably one of my favorite players in the world Richarlison both goals in that match one of which being a beautiful overhead kick goal of the tournament so far uh, I would say personally and one game in the books already today. Wales meeting Iran in Group B action. This one remains scoreless until the dying minutes of the game, but a red card being shown to Wales goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy opened this one up. Two goals from Ruzbet Cheshmi and Raman Rez- 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 Rezian, pardon me. In injury time, sees Iran pick up a huge win and open this group up wide open. Fun little fact for you, that's just the third time in World Cup history a goalkeeper has been shown a red card. Who was the last one? Oh, I have that. I should have taken a note of that. I'm sorry, Patty. I'll have it in the next soccer well, thank report you. for you. Yo. All right. Um, and just not looking good for Wales here. Um, now only one point to show from two games and next game. They got to beat England. Yeah.
1: They straight out got to beat England.
2: Great. And Can't wait. Good luck to Wales in that one. And currently happening right now, Group A action between hosts Qatar and Senegal. As Matt mentioned earlier, Africa still looking for a win at the tournament, but that's looking like it might change at halftime. It's 1-0 thanks to a goal from Boulédia. Qatar actually holding their own in this one from what I've seen, not what I expected, but there's work to be done if they want to salvage any hope of getting a goal here. Up next for Qatar is Netherlands. Not sure if their scoring hopes are any better in that match. I'm trying to do some digging here. I'm not sure if we've ever had an edition of this tournament where the hosts have failed to score. I'll also have an update for you in the next report. There we go. And coming up at 9 a.m. this morning, an exciting match, Netherlands taking on Ecuador. These teams both coming off big wins in their first games. Depending on the result of the Senegal-Qatar game, either team could clinch a spot in the round of 16 with a win here. Any predictions for this one, Patty? Let's
1: go Netherlands 2-0 again.
2: That's what I like to hear. And in the final oh, game. Oh, you don't th- want
1: my prediction? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> He's going to uh, take Ecuador.
0: I was going to say Netherlands 2-0 as well. Oh, so there you, you go.
2: go. There we are. <laughs> and the final game of the day, it's football versus soccer. England versus USA that's and, how Fox
1: is billing it.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like they're branding the whole thing. It's a big deal. I'm pretty sure a lot of people in the States are going to be taking this one into with it being. Twitter wasn't
1: sufferable in that USA Wales game, so I can only imagine it's going to be absolutely <laughs> terrible this afternoon.
2: Well, and so you know this is going to be an exciting matchup. The US really going to want a result here if they want to get out of the group. The last time the USA men's national team defeated a European opponent at the World Cup, 2002.
1: Dude. Germany, right?
2: Yeah, that's correct. And England captain Harry Kane cleared to play in this one after he had some ankle scans earlier in the week. Big relief for that group if he is fit to play. And that one goes at noon. This soccer... Sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say a loser has to take the Jacksonville Jaguars and also watch all their games. Yeah. You gotta pick. You gotta pick a continent,
1: Jacksonville.
2: <laughs> uh, those are some high stakes, and yeah. this this soccer report was brought to you by Certainteed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainteed, bro, all the way.
0: Uh, thank you, Alex Brody. Incredible stuff. The uh, big footy tournament down on down in Qatar continues. The old slush yeah. cup. <laughs> yeah, the slush cup. We're gonna chat about it with Tommy Wielden Jr. just after eight o'clock as well. So make sure you're locked for that. But around the corner, Derek Wills will join us. Uh, He is your voice at the Calgary Flames right here on Sports at 960. We'll ask him about the upcoming games this weekend. We'll also chat with Jason Buchla right around 7.30, uh, Sportsnet columnist and former director of amateur scouting for the Florida Panthers. Got some outstanding topics to go over with Jason, so want to leave a lot of time for that as well. That's all coming up. Sports at 960, The Fan.